Hello everyone and welcome back to the final and the closing season, season 2 of The Price of the Truth. Previously on The Price of the Truth, as Mr. Anurag subtly transfers the question of The Price of the Truth which he has paid, he simply answers that The Price of the Truth he has paid is not in conjuncture with The Price of the Truth with Mr. Ambrish and Mr. Ranganathan had paid. He decides to tell the class about 10 of the biggest whistleblowers in the world and the prices which they have paid and the thing and the how their families have suffered because of them exposing some of the biggest secrets of their own country. And welcome back to the second episode of The Price of the Truth, closing season, season two. the story of Mr. Miriam Mark Felt and this was uh, who went by the alias of the deep throat and this is about the Watergate scandal. William Mark Felt, he was an FBI agent who passed on information about the Watergate scandal to Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein of the Washington Post. He was codenamed the deep throat and denied his involvement for 30 big years before revealing his identity in 2005 in a published article on Vanity Fair saying, I'm the guy they call the deep throat. President Richard Nixon was impeached following the revelations. White House Chief of Staff H.R. Haldeman and Presidential Advisor John Ed Ehrlichman were imprisoned. Felt published his memoir in 1979 titled The FBI Pyramid from the Inside. If we go a little de deep into the story of Mr. Mark Feld, he was born in Twin Falls, Idaho on 17th of August, 1913. He graduated from the University of Idaho in 1935 and worked for James Pope, the Democratic senior for Idaho. He lost his seat after discovering details of corruption concerning arm dealings during the First World War. He studied at the George Washington University Law School at night and joined the FBI in 1942. He worked at the FBI headquarters for a several years. He was also stationed at a number of field offices before being appointed head of FBI's inspection division in the 1964. By the early 1970s, Felt was third in the FBI hierarchy after J. Edgar Hoover and William Sullivan. When Hoover died in 1972, Felt expected to become the new director of the FBI. However, Richard Nixon decided to appoint an old friend, L. Patrick Gray, to the post, and which later on Mr. Felt would understand what was the reason behind that. Charles Nuzum was placed in charge of the FBI investigation into Watergate. However, an associate director, it was Felt's responsibility to compile all the information that came from the, all the FBI agents before it was sent to L. Patrick Gray. And this is the point where Mr. Felt, Mr. William Felt, came into the picture and came to know as a deep throat. On 19th October 1972, White House Chief of Staff H.R. Haldeman told Nixon a secret source that identified Felt as someone who was leaking information about Watergate to the press. Nixon considered sacking Felt, but Hardman urged caution. He knows everything, so that's to be known in the FBI. He has access to absolutely everything. If you move on him, he will go out and unload everything. Patrick was forced to resign on 27th April 1973 after the disclosure that he destroyed papers from the White House safe of E. Howard Hunt, the former CIA agent. He is not the 
Ethan Hunt we know from the Mission Impossible or maybe this is the inspiration of the E. Howard Hunt would organize a Watergate break-in. Felt now became deputy director under William Ruckelshaw's Felt left the FBI in the June of 1973. During the Watergate scandal, some people speculated that Mark Felt was the deep throat. It was not I, and it is not I. That was Felt told the Washington, Washingtonian, I'm sorry, in magazine in 1974. In a press conference in 1976, Felt again denied being the deep throat. He added that he would admit if it was true, as he thought it would have been his moral duty to remove a corrupt politician from power. However, he said it was not possible to take credit for something he didn't do. In 1979, he published his autobiography, as we all know, The FBI Pyramid, Inside the FBI. He once again denied he was deep throat. I was supposed to be jealous of Gray for having received the appointment as acting director instead of myself, he said. That felt my high position in the FBI gave me access to all the Watergate information and that I was releasing it to Woodward and Bernstein in an effort, in an effort to discredit Gray so that he would be removed and I would have another chance at the job. Duh. Then there were those frequent uh, instances where I had been much less in cooperative in responding to requests from the White House, which I felt were improper. I suppose the White House staff had me tagged as an insubordinate. It is true, I would like to have been appointed as FBI director and I was being insubordinate, but I never leaked information to Woodward or Bernstein or anyone else. Uh, uh, at the FBI, the, inside the FBI, the FBI pyramid was co-written by Ralph de Tolentino. Tolentino. He told, felt, uh, he told Felt that the book would sell more copies if he admitted to being deep throat. Toledano later claimed Felt swore to me that he was not deep throat, that he had never leaked information to Woodward, Bernstein, team, or anyone else. The book was published and it absolutely, of course, bombed. In 1980, Felt and Edward S. Miller were charged with conspiring to violate the constitutional rights of Americans by author authorizing illegal break ins and wiretaps of people connected to suspected domestic bombers. This related to the investigation of the terrorist group, the Weather Underground, Richard Nixon, who had encouraged the FBI to destroy the group that had planted bombs at the Capitol. The Pentagon and the State Department appeared as a sense witness during the trial. Felt and Miller were convicted by a jury on November 6, 1980, although the charge carried a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. Felt was fined $5,000 and Miller a, a similar amount. President Ronald Reagan pardoned both of them in 1981. The president said that they had acted on high principle to bring an end to the terrorism that was threatening the U.S. The reason why Felt was rejected as a deep throat candidate concerns the following information he was giving to Woodward. Some of it did include evidence acquired from FBI investigation. However, most of the information that deep throat revealed came from CIA and the White House. How did Felt get hold of this information? That was truly not possible. For example, if the, you know one of the most important pieces of information Deep Throat gave Woodward was that Nixon was tapping his conversation at the White House. Woodward leaked this information to a staff member of Sam Irwin community, uh, Committee. He in, told, he in turn told Sam Dash, as a result, Alexander P. Butterfield was questioned about the tapes. Only a very small number of people knew about the existence of these tapes. If Felt knew these tapes, he had his own the throat. If this is the case, it was possibly William, William C. Sullivan, his former colleague at the FBI, who was working at the White House during this period. Felt, who leaked information to the Time magazine about what became known as the Kissinger tra ta Taps, later admitted that he got his information from Sullivan. One of the first things Sullivan had done when he was appointed by Richard Nixon was transfer the wiretaps logs to the White House. Sullivan was playing a double game. He provided information to Nixon about the CIA's role in the assassination of John F. Kennedy. It was this information that Nixon tried to use to control Richard Helms. However, Sullivan, like Felt, was a pro-Kennedy Democrat. 
on the 25th anniversary of Nixon's resignation in 1919, Feld told a reporter that it would be terrible if someone in his position had been deep throat. This would completely undermine the reputation that you might have as a loyal employer, the FBI. He said, it just wasn't fair at all. Feld retired to Santa Rosa, California. In 2001, Feld had a stroke that robbed him of his memory. Before this happened, Feld had told his daughter that he was the deep throat. That was quite a revelation. In the May of 20, 2005, Felt's lawyer, John O'Connor, went public with the news. Felt was quoted as saying, I don't think being deep throat was anything to be proud of. You should not leak information to anyone. However, he added, if you know your government is engaging in illegal or immoral acts, then you have an obligation to speak out that overrides confidentiality agreements and secrecy laws. It is never wrong to inform on serious criminal acts, no matter who is perpetrating them. Feld's daughter admitted that she had persuaded her father to admit being the throat in an attempt to clear the family's debts. She admits that the family have gone public in an attempt to obtain money. Joanne Feld told journalist, my son Nick is in law school and he will owe $100,000 by the time he graduates. I'm still a single mom, still supporting them to one degree or another. Shortly after Bob Wood was confirmed that Felt had provided him with important information during the Watergate investigation, Ben Bradley also said that Felt was deep throat. However, Carl Bernstein was quick to add that Felt was only one of the several important sources. Ralph Tetoland, another co-author of the FBI pyramid inside the FBI, was furious that Felt had lied to him about his identity of deep throat. D. Toledano opened a lawsuit against Felt in August 2007 at D.C., Judge ordered the lawsuit continued, but to Dato Ledeno's son into arbitration. Mark Feld sadly passed away by heart of heart failure on 18th of December 2008 at a hospice care facility in Santa Rosa, California. This was the story of William Mark Feld, who exposed one of the biggest scandals in the U.S. history that led to the impeachment of Richard Nixon, the then U.S. Prime Minister, uh, the U.S. President. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This has been an absolute pleasure to create this series. In the next episode, we will cover the story of Frank Serpico, a New York police detective who exposed high levels of corruption in the New York City Police Department. As we all know from the shows we see, that is the NYCPD. So the next story is of the episode three of the final season of The Prize of the Truth, the price Mr. Frank Serpico paid for standing with the truth. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Prize of Truth, which is a series which we are creating at the Nuragwani Show by M Square Podcast. Uh, I hope you like the episode. This is the MT15 episode series, which we have created, just like a movie which you will see in a theater. It's two and a half hours of the whole story arc which we have created. Thank you so much for listening. Do share it with your friends and family. And if you like it, do share uh, do share your reviews or comments with us on our Instagram at M Square Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for more such content.